previously. I remember rapping as a kid. It was that era when hip hop had just hit the scene. I remember listening to bands like Iron Maiden, Dio, Black Sabbath, Judas Priest. I also remember skateboarding. Cause along the way, we jack other skaters for the skateboards, take bikes, and anything that was slipping, we snatched that up too. Give me that shit. The gangs were all around us, and their territories were mapped out. And we were just beginning to figure things out. When rap music touched down, there was no East Coast, West Coast. It was just rap. That's how I remember it. Getting put on the hood consists of initiation. An opportunity for a new recruit to prove their dedication to the gang. The violence of the 1990s. Police told Expose that Hispanic gangs are killing in record numbers. Let's talk about that time, KK. You got stabbed over there when you were writing on the wall. Hit it at the wall. See, you know what? There's three motherfuckers next to me. I was getting ready to throw down with them. And next thing you know, I just fell to the ground. Fucking got stabbed. Let's take a trip to the Belmont Tunnels. Like a lot of taggers got jumped into Rockwood in those days. Yep. Yes, they, they were in there just like courting fools on La Brava. Fools that were killing it on some taggy shit was that fool Chaka, Triax, Sleeves. Those dudes like that. Or, um, to be a badass tagger, you have to fucking do some crazy shit. You have to go tag like on a bottom of a fucking freeway. Inside, a sinister mind. Inside, a sinister mind. Inside. A sinister mind, you are now tuned in to a sinister mind. Inside, a sinister mind. Inside, a sinister mind. Inside, a sinister mind. You are now tuned in to a sinister mind. Way back, this particular neighborhood party on 39th Street. That's a Tokus Click hangout in the back of the little houses where the homie used to live. I remember at these neighborhood parties, they do some like soul train line type shit. Like all the homies on one side and all the homegirls or, or, or the homies dates on the other side. And then the homies would like, and, and the homies and the homegirls would go right down the middle, like dancing, but like, you know, giving it up, like gang signs, banging all the way down and party was cracking. So these events, Females from other gangs would pull up. Homies had that PCP, so they would fuck with us, whether they were enemies or not. Fools used to pull up asking for their frios, their $50 pour bottles, charm sticks, angel dust, wet butt naked. The homegirls and the veteranas used to pull up with joints and have their shits dipped and call them lovelies. Let me tell you what PCP is. PCP is a mind-altering drug that may lead to hallucinations, a profound distortion of a person's perception of reality. When you're young, you don't give a fuck. I was a youngster, but the older veteranas from 
all kinds of neighborhoods, barrios, they used to come and smoke that shit. Yeah, one time I think it was peer pressure. Pura pinche carrilla. Yeah, I took a hit of that shit. Fuck. The older homeboys used to love that shit. I don't know how the fuck I got to the other side of the street, but um, it was like half a mile away. A lot of little homies used to get high of that shit. Like Superman shit. Didn't realize it. As I was saying, they sometimes would get into it with the homegirls. That's a whole nother story. You know, the homies from all the cliques will be there. Like the tiny locals, the chicos malos, the fifth half tiny midgets, the dukes, the little town, the homegirls, the, the naughty toys, the little town girls. You know, the homegirls from Harpies. This night though, behind us from Westside, Easy Riders came down. Back in those days, we didn't have no issues with them. The rider, the hood, was right down Vermont and Venice. Right on the other side of Vermont, adjacent to the Easy Riders, was a vacant lot with a dirt bike track. The dudes that would hang out there were known as the Crazy Riders. They would also go on to become a gang on the west side. West, west. I remember they had this gas station right down Vermont as you're coming down the hill. That was like, it seemed like that, that was like sort of like their headquarters. They'd be up on top because the street on top was like, it had like a sort of like a small dirt lot. That's what I remember. I never actually went right there, you know, but I always passed in front of it, like coming down Vermont. So I would see the gas station and they always had that, they always had them like big hit ups up there like ERS. This episode was brought to you by Bonnaroo.org. Make sure you check out our newly designed store and merchandise. Let's get back to it. Right next to the Westside Playboys. Close to the 12th Street Drifters and the 18th Street Pico Union District clicks. You know, like, most of the people at them parties, a good part of them, went on and had kids and, and did their lives. The other, like, I would say the other two-thirds, either, like, they got life they, or, or did a lot of time or they're, they're rest in peace right now. You know, they dead. They got killed. And that's what it was like back then for us. You know, like, it, it, it wasn't, like, out of the ordinary that, that we'd have these parties and, and other gangs would sh show up and, and spray the fuck out the party, kill a homie. And then that, that shit would just set off a chain a chain of events, you know what I'm saying? Because now we, like, depending, because sometimes they, they they air out the whole fucking party and not yell out nothing. So we, would, we wouldn't know who it was unless the homies recognized them, you know? And, um, and sometimes motherfuckers yell out a different gang, you know, in some misdirection. So, you know, so they don't catch a case. Like I said, it was set off a chain, a chain of events that, you know, that gangbang shit. And that's how a lot of homies caught life. See, us, like, we never... I'm sure it's the same for for a lot of gangs. You know, like you don't you don't you don't put two different gangs 
in one party because sooner or later someone's gonna say some stupid shit or someone's gonna disrespect somebody's girl and and you know next thing you know it's a full-on war you know that that's that's how it would be sometimes you know like for for the neighborhood parties it'd be like this i'd write a rap and practice that shit like for a week or two like to an instrumental so when that that next um, function would take place like i would shout fools out shout out all the clicks you know shout out all the homies you know and and you know it made motherfuckers feel good it made me feel good you know you know to represent for the hood later on that night after me and my bro veneno had been rapping as usual to the instrumentals one of them girls from the West Side Easy Riders went up to me and told me her boyfriend had a record company. So right there and then, that shit caught my attention. Me, I'm thinking it's a it's a record label, you know, like Def Jam or some shit like that. She gives me this little business card that said B-Boy Records with a little B-Boy on it and a number. Make sure you subscribe to the Inside of Sinister Mind Patreon. Hub that offers produce video, behind the scenes content, get in depth music and lyric breakdown episodes. Subscribers will get to download exclusive music soundtracks. So for more information, you already know. Inside a sinistermind.com. Since it was the weekend, you know, I wait I waited to the you know to the weekdays. So I banged that line and then we set up a meeting right away. The guy on the phone with me was Chino. Chino was a Korean guy that grew up in Colombia, came to the U.S. and joined 18th Street on the west side. Chino will go on to manage groups like the Executioners, a hip-hop DJ crew from New York City. As for Chino, even though he was from 18th Street, I never, I never looked at him as an enemy for some reason, you know? It was just like we was on some hip-hop shit. When we were right there at the loft, it, it was different. We would leave all that shit out of there. You know, it was like a like a getaway. Like, we're over there, you know, we're over there going through civil war, like about a mile or two away. Because that, that ain't too far from my hood, as a matter of fact, you know? always filming movies and and there was producers and there was all this artsy people you know so that's so we got to like you know like mingle with them and 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 you know like that was a blessing chino's boy that lived at the address that i showed up to was dj motivate that address was 900 east first street in downtown la in the loft area dj motivate would go on producing for many artists. One group being the Black Eyed Peas. I remember me and Poison spinning for them and them taping it on a cassette deck. Man, we were there for hours. It didn't seem like it, but you know, we were smoking weed, vibing, you know, a music session. And I remember that when it was time to leave, I asked Motivate a simple question. I was like, hey, how do you make a beat 
like something original, my own, you know. I won't be rapping on fucking instrumentals forever. And the thing is that Motivate, at that point, had just got back from the Philippines. He was out there co-producing an album with this guy named um, George Black. So he already knew what's up about, you know, like samplers and shit like that. So he answered my question by giving me a list of equipment I was going to need if I wanted production. When Motivate gave us that list of the equipment we needed to get, man, I was a kid. Like, to add that up, it was a big sum, you know? So, I mean, I wasn't going to get a job and try to fucking buy that shit. You know, there was only one thing to do. 211. So I left and I started scaling. This episode was brought to you by FinalRoom.org. Make sure you check out our newly designed store and merchandise. Subscribe to the Inside of Sinister Mind Patreon. A hub that offers produced video, behind the scenes content, getting deaf music and lyric breakdown episodes. Subscribers will get to download exclusive music soundtracks. So for more information, you already know. Inside of SinisterMind.com.